Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by the Walt Disney Company. The host of this podcast once kicked his own mother in the heel at Disney World because he didn't want to leave. Disney World must have been pretty tight for him to do his mom dirty like that. I bet he still thinks about it to this day. Thanks for being here at the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. It's good to have you. Tell a friend if you like it. If you don't like the podcast, tell a friend you listen to this really dumb podcast called The Anecdotal Experience. Today's guest is Jordan Sharp. Jordan, is he's been one of my good friends for a very long time. Um, since I was like a kid and it was interesting it was I wanted to get this experience because Jordan became very passionate about Christianity later in life in a way maybe in his early 20s and it's interesting because he became passionate during a time when I knew him and I was kind of leaving the whole churchy Bible organized religion I'm not being condescending I'm just saying I was leaving that and he was kind of coming in. So what what makes a person cling to and identify with Christianity or religion later in life? You're about to find out. Let's do this podcast with my good friend, my buddy, Jordan. I wanted, okay, so I I wanted to talk to you a bit, and I wanted, I don't know, I kind of wanted to do this in person, but like, whatever, this is, you're, you're, you sound fine on the phone, um, but, yeah, okay, when, because I, I mean, I've pretty much known you my whole life, but I, Since diapers, dude, yeah, pretty much, there's pictures of us in diapers together, man, it's crazy, yeah, but, yeah. okay, so you, I don't know exactly when it was, but you were, you, you were kind of, the way I remember it is you were, you weren't as religious as my brother and I, like we, we went to, we were, you know, we were pretty much always at youth group. We were always in like Bible studies. We went to, you know, missions trips and stuff. Not, you know what I mean? Like we were, and then you and, you and Jesse, you and your brother were more, um, you guys weren't as involved. Like you weren't as you didn't. I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe this is unfair. But you didn't really like you guys. Were you didn't really care about church? Um. So I, I hear what you're saying. That I, that was never in, in the back of my my mind or my heart. That that we don't care about church. Um. So I mean, we grew up loving loving church. I mean, like really enjoying being there. Um. Obviously, when we were younger more for the reason of hanging out with, with friends. So it was yeah. helpful that you guys were there. Um, but yeah, the kind of, the, I guess the older we got, when we actually start, started to get making decisions and maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself here. Um, but uh, was in like middle school, or early high school. And I remember being a little bit conflicted about stuff because we didn't have soccer on Sundays or soccer games on Wednesdays, you know, when your church things were. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, one of our pastors told me, he's like, hey, you know, I really think that so I, I told him my, my, you know, my inner conflict with that. I was like, you know, I want to be here, but I also want to be there. You know, what, 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 you know, what's the guy to do? And he hit me with the wisdom of just saying, you know, I really think that God likes to use you right where you are, wherever you are. Um, and at the time it was through sports. Um, and so he encouraged me to, uh, to try and spend 
not all my time. And I mean, definitely still come to church, but to try to go be, you know, that light of Christ uh, wherever I'm going. Um, and so basically kind of gave me the freedom to go do the soccer that I felt that I was, you know, called to do, but at the same time still, you know, wanted to be at the youth event. So like, you know, the BNYCs and those things that you and Johnny had done. Um, I always wanted to go do, or, or the, no, the Operation Barnabas, the big one. Um, I always thought that those sounded like a lot of fun. I always wanted to go do them. It just didn't work with um, the soccer schedule. And that's kind of, I guess, the route that, uh, that Jesse and I at least took growing up. So. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I just assumed it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't that I didn't think you guys cared. It wasn't, and honestly, I don't think I cared. Um, but it was just kind of the life I had kind of got into, but I didn't know that. I didn't, I don't know. That's, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I just do remember there was like all of a sudden, I mean, you were even like we may, I mean, we would make stupid in high school, we'd make stupid jokes like peep and like pee and poop and dicks and butts and stuff. And you know, we would do like, I mean, we were just like kind of gross dudes, and uh, I don't know. There, like, even there was a time where you kind of you really changed, man. You turned in, you turned into something else where you kind of had this. Uh, you, were, I mean, you were like passionate about your religion, and it was interesting because it was during a time where I kind of like uh, it was interesting because we kind of like I disengage. I was starting to like disengage during a time when you were really starting to um, feel it and like find the benefit and be passionate about it. So so I I do remember that. And what, what was that that kind of made you, I mean, what I guess the way I would describe you is you were just kind of like a, a guy, a normal, a normal dude that wasn't, you were, you know, you just weren't real talking about God and religion and nor was I, but all of a sudden it was like, dude, Jordan is about this right now. So yeah. What was that? Yeah, man. Well, well I appreciate you, uh, I guess, saying those nice things, man. Um, so yeah, I guess kind of, I guess my, my story, my testimony, man, I mean, you know, grew up in the church with you guys, um, you know, baptized when I was, well, I, I don't know, in like elementary school. I still remember being in Winona Lake, Pastor Bruce Barlow, Jesse and I getting the, uh, you know, the, the, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit triple dunk, you know, as grace brethren do. And, um, yeah, and I, I mean, I remember, you know, at that age being like, you know what, this is an outward sign of an inward journey that's going on with my faith in Jesus. And I remember, like, because there are people who will say, well, that's not when I was really saved or whatever. I mean, the way I look at it is that that's where, I mean, at, at that time, I believed that I was a Christian. I believed that I was a Christ follower. Um, and I believe that, like, that's when, you know, God had been, been doing a work in me. Um, but obviously that was, you know, real young and I had so much to learn. Um, and I guess at that time, I would say I like was, you know, I had like a little bit of Jesus, I guess, as I would put it. And I guess going through high school and, you know, getting into college, I was content with a little bit of Jesus. You know, I enjoyed going to church on Sunday, enjoyed worshiping, enjoyed learning about him. Um, you know, and I remember, I remember, you know, my middle school days, you know, I got into the swearing scene a little bit and I remember feeling convicted and I remember being like, yeah, I shouldn't do that. Like, that's not something that's cool. 
Um, and so I remember like, you know, my first like needing to like repent and be like, that's not a cool thing to do anymore. Um, and then, and then, yeah. And so like getting on into high school, um, and, um, into college, um, I, I wasn't super serious, but it was at one of those, you know, events, um, BNYC where I, I think I saw the first dude that I was like, man, I want what that guy's got. And, um, it was a BNYC. I remember seeing Francis Chan talking. Um, and he's a big speaker. Uh, I don't know. I don't say Christ follower. Yeah. And, BNY, um, and BNYC is and, uh, for people listening. It's a, uh, it's like a youth, it's a like youth conference for Christians, for kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, this yeah. guy is a speaker. And there. so, yeah. and I remember, I remember just like seeing him talking or hearing him talking. I just remember like, there's something different about this guy, like something different that like, I don't necessarily see at many people around me. And, and it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like, he just loved Jesus and wanted more of it. Um, and I remember like that kind of being a big thing in high school where I started that, that battle of like, man, I want more of Jesus. I want more of that. Um, but at that time in my life, I also knew I had a lot of patterns in my life that were, I guess, worldly or not what he was calling me to. And, and I remember the battle kind of beginning of like, oh, I shouldn't do this. I should do this. Christ is calling me to this. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I remember that, that battle for a while. Um, and it kind of took me all the way up into up, to, up through college, man. Um, and it kind of hit me the hardest, um, when I was, I'd been dating a girl all through high school and like two years into college, we were dating like six, seven years. And, um, and did she straight up just like, it wasn't out of the blue or anything, but, um, she totally left me, um, because she, um, said that she felt like she needed to leave me to pursue her faith in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and, th- and that wasn't one of those things. Like I've heard people say that before and like, it just seems kind of like a, an excuse or a cop out. Like I'm just really, you know, too insecure to really break up with you. Cause I don't like you. Um, you know, like I, I fully believe that she wanted to not be with me so that she could pursue her walk with Christ. Um, and dude, to me, that totally rocked my world. Um, cause up until that point, I'd never really like, I don't know, I guess gotten serious to that point where I like felt like I was going to, I don't know, step out and do something crazy for my faith. And, and she did. Um, and I remember that being like, I don't really rock me cause I knew her so well. And I knew that that was kind of a, like that was a huge deal for her to do that. Um, and so that, made me just kind of rethink how I, how I did stuff. And so, um, basically I'd had seven years of, you know, relationship with somebody. And when we broke up, I had, you know, a big gap in my life where I didn't have that any longer. Okay. Um, and so it was during that time, man, where I felt, you know, God really saying, Hey, fill that time with me and, and kind of pursue me and see if I can't fill overfill that, that, that hole in your heart that you have. Um, and so, yeah, man, it was during that time where I, I really started pursuing Jesus for my, for myself, yeah. um, and getting in the word for myself. Um, cause up until then it was kind of like what I'd heard at church, what I heard from my family, um, you know, what I'd prayed. And it was, I would say it was just an infant relationship with Jesus. Um, and this was kind of the first event that kind of like, I guess put the, I put my face to the test where it was like, all right, like I, 
I need you, Lord. Like, I actually need you in my life. Because I had a pretty cake life up until then. I don't really have any moments where I was like, oh, I need you, God, you know? And like, yeah. I think that was kind of the first big moment where I had that. Um, and yeah, and I, I believe that that was, that was the spirit um, pulling me because I know that, you know, on my own, I probably would not have chosen to, you know, I, I'm going to spend that time with, you know, read my Bible more, you know? Like, I think it was, it was God really... I actually kind of remember him. Sorry, I'm probably rambling, dude. But, no, no, um, dude, you're doing great. Okay. Um, I remember him kind of challenging me during that time and saying, Jordan, you think you know me, but you don't know me. Um, and dude, that, that like hurt because number one, like I thought I knew Jesus. Yeah. And number two, I'm pretty competitive. And so I was like, okay, so apparently Jesus doesn't think I know him very well. So let's, 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 I was kind of out to prove him wrong. Um, and during that kind of that time, I really just, you know, put my nose in, in, in the Bible, man, did a lot of reading, a lot of the gospels, a lot of, you know, a lot of the letters in the New Testament, just kind of figuring out what I didn't know. Um, and dude, it was, it just really blew me away how much I did not know about Jesus and about um, how much I, I guess I needed to grow um, and about how much maybe I'd put into the relationship um, with a girl that I was meant to be getting out of a relationship with God. Um, and so, so yeah, man, it was then I, I started really to feel, I guess, wholeness and just, you know, completeness in him, which was a, a crazy new thing. Um, and I guess some people would call it, you know, a spiritual rebirth during that time. Yeah. Uh, what, whatever you want to call that. Um, but man, I really feel like that was just all it was. I mean, to, to be simple was I started reading the Bible for the first time and I had a, I had a reason to do it. And I wanted to do it, and I just fell more in love with with uh, with the person of Jesus, man. And so that's uh, that's kind of the, I guess the, the big the big answer to that question. Interesting, yeah, because I didn't know I because I didn't I didn't realize that the faith was really always there. I mean, I don't want to say it was uh, um, I don't want to say apathy. I don't want to say I don't want that to come across as anything, but. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't realize the faith was there. And then when you kind of needed God in your life was when you really found him. That's mm-hmm. uh, so what what now? Like, what was the difference when you what was the feeling, the difference, like you said, when you really got to know God? What was the because you did like, I mean, I knew you then and I know you now and you are you're a different person, man. So what was that benefit? How did you feel? What were the things maybe that troubled you when you were um, before that or not even troubled, but maybe even just you, you know, you maybe it's lack of passion or whatever it was. So what were those feelings before and then the difference between the feelings after that moment, you know? Yeah. So, so the feelings before, I, I guess I kind of grew up in a family that loved me and I never felt unloved. And so I just kind of always just felt loved. And I, I guess I feel like people always enjoyed who I was. And so I, I never had to wrestle with like insecurities of people not loving me or not enjoying me or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah. And so I, I guess I, I, I kind of, can I derailing? I'm hearing an echo in my, my voice. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. You're good. Yeah. Um, so, where's that? Um, but, 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 uh, you never, you never had, um, you never really had anyone. You, you were always kind of validated in your life. People loved you. People liked being around you. Um, your family mm-hmm. loved you, and you know, 
treated you well uh and i was in the same same yeah. boat too but yeah go yeah. on and so that, that, that that's how i grew up and so i guess i kind of just assumed god would think the same of me um like yeah of course god's gonna love me of course god's gonna want me and of course he's gonna want me in heaven with him like and that was kind of my understanding um and so like you hear about the gospel growing up you hear you know the good news of jesus and so it's easy to focus on just you know the good news you know like you know Jesus died for your sins and you're going to heaven and you don't really spend a whole lot of time on thinking about like, okay, Jesus had to come. Jesus had to die for our sins. Wait, did he have to come? Did he need to do that? Like, why, why do I have sins? You know, why, why have I fallen short of the glory of God? Right. Um, and those types of questions. Um, and so I just took all that for granted growing up, man, thinking, I guess, to be honest, thinking I deserved heaven. Okay. Not that I had a deserving mentality, but I just, I didn't have a, an understanding that I didn't deserve heaven. Um, and so, yeah, dude, I was kind of a carefree little guy just roaming through life, just thinking I'd, you know, um, just should get all these things. And when that moment hit, when I started pursuing, you know, Jesus and getting in his word, I realized, you know, how badly I have sinned against him um, and how badly I do deserve hell and how amazing the grace of Christ is that he left heaven, didn't have to, and he came and, you know, took on humanity and paid the penalty for my sin. Um, and, you know, now he gives us new life in him. And all he calls us to do is to follow him, to love him, and to love people. And it's just like, it's the, it's the dumbest thing because it's the simplest message to understand. But for so long, you know, I heard it. I didn't, I didn't really meditate on it or really think about it. I didn't let it sink. Um, and so, you know, once I finally, you know, started doing the pursuit is when I really let those things, you know, hit my heart and hit my soul and realize, okay, um, wow, I am a sinner. Like I don't deserve heaven. Like I deserve hell. Um, wow. Jesus didn't need to come, but he did. And what a crazy story the Bible is. Um, and what a crazy God we serve. And, um, and then it was that point where I just kind of realized like, man, like, there's so many people out there that like, I, I feel like we're just like I was, you know, that like they didn't really have that understanding of the gospel and really understand the great new, great, the good news of, of Christ. Um, and so that's, I guess, when I guess this, this new person you're talking to me, they're talking about might, might come out where I'm just like, man, like I want more people to know and really understand, you know, who this Jesus really is. Um, what and kind that, of, that what, part, and, and what kind oh, of God. benefit like what kind of benefit do you see people and you think this person could use Christ? They, this person could use what I have. This is what they need. Like you, you can see them, you can kind of see where they're at and you can say, I know this person, if they had, if they believed what I believed and they felt the way I felt, they'd be much more fulfilled or happy or whatever that is. Like what, what do you see in people that you think, man, this person needs Christ? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, and this, this is, this is the hard part is that there are people out there that don't think that they need him. They don't think that they want him or whatever. But, um, um, I guess what I see is like, okay, what God offers is I love you completely, not, not ignorantly. I love you, even though I know you've sinned against me and betrayed me and hurt me. And I'm giving you my inheritance of heaven and everything that I am because he's God and he has everything. And so in Christ, you find complete validation, um, you know, because there's, there's certain people out there in the world who don't feel loved, um, don't feel cared for. And so 
a person like that, like, obviously, like, would love to share Christ with them. It's like, look, you know, these people, your family, like, your earthly family, they might hate you. They might, you know, reject you. But you have a heavenly father who has, has left everything to come down to, to bring you to him. And so, yeah, you know, that's a person who, who would need, you know, who would, who would want love, um, you know, and, and, but I mean, just anybody, man, just because it's like, I mean, you, you get Christ. And so like, there's the, you know, the earthly while you're down here, the, you know, you know where you're going to end up, you know, where you're going to be and, you know, he's there for you every step of the way. But furthermore, knowing like where you're going to be for eternity, man. And like, when you think about eternity, you know, this life is so short and eternity is so long. And it's like, like who wouldn't want to know they're going to be with him forever and ever, um, you know, in heaven. And, and that's a whole nother conversation we can talk on about heaven. No, yeah, awesome. totally. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it is. It's funny. Cause I, I think about that too. I, I, to like kind of reach back on two different things, uh, that you talked about, but I think the same thing with me. I think I've never, I never had the come to Jesus moment, dude. Cause I've never had, like you said, like my, I mean, my, you know, you know, my parents, we have like great parents. Our parents are awesome. They're, you know, they've never, I've never for a moment doubted that they, I'm not their number one priority. You know, I'm blessed in that way. So I've never really, I've never had that experience where I'm just like looking for someone to love me. You know, I've just always had it. Uh, and I do think that's one reason why I'm not, I'm not super engaged with it. Cause I'm not, I never really had that emotional experience. Um, and I don't feel, I don't feel the deficit and maybe I do, you know, and, and I guess I, I, I don't, I feel like, I don't know. I just got, I think I gave it a chance, but I just kind of got disconnected. Not to make this about me, but I think I yeah. also, and, and also I would to go back to the heaven thing. I also found that the only, I was kind of like clinging on to my belief and not, and it's not even like I don't believe in God, but it's the certain specificity of things that mm-hmm. I think I, I don't really quite understand. So I found myself really, kind of clinging to my religion because I had this fear of eternal hellfire, you know, which I think is pretty yeah. disingenuous because it was just, it was the whole like fire insurance thing, man. Like I was just like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to keep this thing in my pocket just in case it's all true. And like people that don't ask Jesus into their heart go to hell. I was, yeah. that, that was it. It was a really, I was like, I gotta, I'm going to hold, why, why not hold on to this? You know? Yep. That was, I don't know, not to make it about me, but that's kind of my side of what you just said was like, oh yeah, no, I had all that, but I just, I don't know. That was my experience. For sure, dude. And like, and here's the best part, dude, about, about Jesus, man. Like, I mean, he doesn't make it about works. He doesn't make it about, he doesn't say anywhere in the Bible. I mean, he doesn't say like, you must like be this crazy person. I mean, like, I think that for some people, like, you know, John the Baptist, he's a crazy dude, right? In the Bible but there's some pretty like normal people in the Bible that are just being faithful people. Um, you know, and I think that that's kind of, you know, God calls us all to do different things. Um, and I think that, you know, that's just kind of one thing that he does. Um, and then on the other hand, you know, about God's goodness and, and his, and his grace and what he's done for us on the cross is, I mean, like you go to when uh, the crucifixion of Christ, man, you know, where there's, 
you know, two sinners, you know, being crucified with Jesus and the one's making fun of him and the other one's like saying like, dude, you shouldn't be doing that. This guy really is, you know, the savior of the world. Remember me where you're going. And Jesus tells that guy, you know, today you're going to be with me in paradise. And basically, you know, he's saying like, like, look, you don't have to have a full life of these works to follow me. All it is is believing in Jesus and that period, you know? And, and I think like it's such this like simple truth that like, I don't know, sometimes it's almost hard to, we want to make it more complicated. We want to make it more challenging or whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's Jesus. And that's just, I, I don't know how to break it down much, much more than that. No, but um, I, I agree. And that's one thing I've kind of always clinged on to, I guess, with what I believe or whatever you want to call it, my faith, like it, it was always the character of Jesus always stuck out to me as, okay, there's a lot going on in this Bible. There's a lot of crazy stories that don't quite add up. But I think the one thing that I always believed and I still believe to this day is there was like, there is, there is a God and he sent, he sent a physical manifestation of himself to earth to show people how to be sacrificial uh, and live the most sacrificial life and that there might be benefit in living a sacrificial life. And here's how you do it. Here's how you live a life where people, people, people hate you. You know what I mean? You're there to save them from, from everything they are. And they still, like you said, the guy, the guy on the, the guy on the cross next to Jesus, he, he still made fun of it. He still couldn't, he still ridiculed him. So I do, it's that, and the, you know, people, Palm Sunday, people laid down their palm branches like as Jesus came, they celebrated him. And then when he wasn't what people thought he would be, when he wasn't bringing the Jews like control over Rome, they said, you know, he came to give them a bigger, a better message of, you know, freedom and eternal right. life. And then they say, well, we want, you know, we want to rule Rome right now and you're not doing that for us. So like, right. screw you, dude. And they killed him, you know, mm -hmm. so that, that adds up to me. It's like, oh, that's it. You live a sacrificial life and then people still hate you. Mm -hmm. That really sticks yeah. out to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, Peter or Paul, he says, I mean, like, if the message of Christ was, was a lie, like, like, we are the ones to be the most pitied, right? Because he's basically saying, like, if we try to live out this Christianity and Jesus wasn't who he claimed he was, like, we're the biggest dummies in the world. Um, because, like, what kind of life is that? But he's saying, but if it's true, like, and, and it's all true, like, not, not, I don't want to say that everyone else is the dummies, but, like, like how wise would that be, you know, like if it is true. And I mean, obviously he's pointing out saying that it is true and the message of the gospel is true. Um, but that's, that's just the craziness of it, man. Is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nuts message. And I don't, I don't think that most Christians even think about how crazy it is. You know, I live in Indiana where most people are churched, but they don't really understand, you know, what, you know, the message really means and right. what it means for them and what it means for their friends and family. Um, cause I mean, it's really a, when you spell it out there, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, man. But uh, at the same time, it's, it's, it's the best news ever, um, you know, that we have a loving God who came and, and, and saved us from, you know, from ourselves and is bringing us into his kingdom. So, yeah. And that's, that's funny you say that. Cause I don't, I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to take, go down this road, but I personally, I don't believe in hell. 
Um, uh-huh. and I, but I do see it. I mean, a couple of people I've talked to, I don't want to, I haven't really read any books on it, so I'm not going to say I've read any, but I, people I've talked to compare what Jesus was talking about is hell is on earth. And I, and I know for me, whether it's, you know, true or not, but I do see people that don't love and don't have perspective and are very self-concerned about their own uh, needs and ideas and what they want. People that live in that world and are concerned and sacrificial for other people and trying to like empathize, they live whether hell is re- uh, hell is where place you go when you die, but like their hell is also on earth, man. People that yeah. don't have that sacrificial mentality, people that are always thinking about themselves, people that are always talking about themselves and their own needs. It's you really see their life and like, oh, dude, you're you're in hell now, man. Hell is here. Mm-hmm. You you live hell every day. So, that, I mean, that was a revelation For to me. Sure. It's like, man, if you do this, if you live this way, yeah. you're you you get it, dude. You understand you're miserable. So mm-hmm. even though it seems counterintuitive to not live for yourself. Yeah, no, and I, I think that, you know, Jesus talks about that. You know, he says, like, come to me and I'll show you life. Like, I am life. And I think that in this present life, we get glimpses of, you know, both sides of eternity. Like, you know, people like that who are already living in, in their version of hell. Um, but at the same time, you see people who are, you know, changed by the grace of, of God. You see those people, like, they're living, man. Like, they are experiencing life. Um, yeah. And, and that's what Jesus came to say that he is. He says he is life. Fullness of life is in him. Um, and so you're right on, man, by saying when you follow his ways, like he's saying that's the, the best way to live. So, and you know, I do, I see that. It's funny, like, I see that with you. Um, I, I remember being at your, your house one time and you were talking about, because you work with kids, you're a, uh, a health teacher, gym and health teacher. And yep. I remember you just talking about like the school you, I mean, the school you, you teach at, you, there's, there's rich kids and then there's poor kids. And I remember mm-hmm. you just having this observation and this caring about them. I remember you saying, dude, it sucks because the kids that don't really come from money, their parents really don't care, people that their parents probably didn't even want to have them. Those kids mm-hmm. end up being really, you know, really bummy kids real like stinkers man because they just never had love so it's this vicious cycle and i remember you saying that and i remember just the way you said it i was like oh jordan this is a jordan is he cares about this it's not just an observation for him it's just a genuine like this sucks man this is unfortunate versus i know a lot of people would be like isn't that interesting but you are more isn't this sad isn't and you know you I don't know. You've worked at a lot of different places with a lot of different troubled kids. Uh, and you've uh-huh. told me stories and it's, I don't know, man. Like I applaud you because of the stories you tell, I remember just thinking, man, this, that's, it's, uh, you got to do it for the love of the game, man. Cause that is a thankless yep. job, dude. <laughs> but you seem fulfilled. Yeah, all, that, all that to be said, it's just, you know, you seem like a really fulfilled guy. Cause you don't seem too concerned about your, you know what I mean? You're, your own personal yeah. needs and you know, all that stuff. Yeah, man. Well, I think that when you focus on yourself, like you realize how, I mean, when I focus on me too much, I realize like how bad of a person I am. I realize like how not fun I am. Oh, me and too. Yeah. If I can, you know, r- remember to be others focused. Like I find that I, 
am enjoying life so much better and so much more enjoyable to meet the needs of others than just to focus on on me. Um, and so, yeah, dude, that, that's definitely a huge one, bro, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it is. It's in, it's inspirational to me. And I think that is one kind of selling point for me to start, you know, really kind of getting back into Christianity because it's something I see where I'm like, dude, Jordan and, you know, you, my brother also, you're pretty cool people. You do things that I don't really, I mean, you know, I do, I do things for other people. I try to, but they're always my friends. You know what I mean? They're always people I try to help out, but they're my, you know, they're my friends. And that's different from someone that I don't know, or even someone that's, you know, let's say you have a a kid that you were, um, the home for boys that Mm -hmm. you were at, like the troubled boys. Yeah. You know, it. it mm-hmm. I remember just story after story of you telling me, you know, you give them all this love, you give them all this attention, you care, and they just keep betraying you, and you still oh, yes. give, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's, where, that's where you start to see the, like, how to love out of the gospel love of, of Jesus, because, like, that's where you see, okay, I was once like that. I once rebelled against God. I once didn't give two craps about God, but yet he still loved me. He still pursued me. He still for me. And so I I think that there's this, that's the calling that we're we're called to once we, you know, are following Jesus, that that we want to show others what God's shown to us. Um, Because ultimately you want them to taste a slice of who Jesus is because you want them to get the whole real thing. And, I, and I think that as, as Christians, when you, when you do that, that's when you are really living, man. That's when you get to really experience life. Cause that's when you're giving life um, to other people. And so, well, a lot of times it is pretty frustrating <laughs> and that not all the time is it like, Oh, this is just great. You know, this kid being a, a big butthole or whatever, you right. know, it's like, you know, a lot of times, it, I mean, it, it's for sure worth it all the time, but, um, but it, it is tricky at times for sure, man. But yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I think it's cool, though. And uh, I just want you to know that I see this uh, and it's inspirational to me and I know other people do, too. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, dude. Is there anything is there anything you would want to tell? It, it, I, this is what I like to do now. Just anything. It can be from it doesn't even have to be relevant to what we're talking about, but it definitely yeah. can be like what do what should people know what has jordan sharp experienced that people should know and you could you know offer some insight in if you could just tell it's like advice you know or something you've learned that people should know yeah it's awesome man um so i mean i would say because i mean i see so many people that are just especially like our generation our age is so like i mean i mean i know that i'm in indiana and the kids my age okay the dudes or girls my age don't don't really go to church very much. And so um, no, I'm not, this isn't like a go, just go to church. It's a find people who love Jesus um, and find out why. Um, I know that there's a lot of haters out there. And I know there's like, because as being a Christ follower in today's world, like the Bible does say like, no, no on homosexuality. Right. And so that's a big, you know, like red flag for so many people. Um, but like, if someone were to like, let's say, you know, some, a gay person were to come talk to a Christian and say, Hey, why does God say you shouldn't be homosexual? You know, that, then that, that hopefully that Christian could say, 
You know, he also calls me, you know, not to be, you know, a liar, but I find myself being deceitful every day and I struggle with stuff every day, but yet I'm still a Christ follower. You know what I mean? And so, um, I would just really, I would really hope that people would, would, would seek somebody out who, who seems to really know the Lord um, and, and to really make it a priority to figure out, um, you know, to, to get their lives figured out. I've talked to a lot of people who are just like, yeah, I know one day I'll, I'll start caring about that or one day I'll get on church. But I mean, but to me, man, like today is the day that, you know, that we're meant to live. You know, it's not tomorrow. It's not a couple of days down the road. Um, and, I, and I do believe that, you know, living in Christ is, is the best way to live. Um, and especially when there's so many people out there, just, they don't even know what they're doing, you know? And it's like, well, when you follow Jesus, he'll, you're following him and he'll show you what to do. Um, and so kind of takes a little bit of that pressure off. Um, so yeah, so I, I guess that'd be my, my big, big encouragement. I know that there's just so many people out there that just avoid the church question, avoid the Jesus question. Um, and I don't know until when, you know, and I, I understand everyone has their own journeys. Like I had my own journey and I remember like back before I was really like, you know, passionate about Jesus, really following him. Like people would ask me, well, how's your relationship with the Lord? <laughs> and I would be like, I would be like offended. Like what, why, why are you asking? Like, does it not look like it's good? You know right. what I mean? Like, um, you know, whereas now, like, you know, just in, in a, I guess in a better, better stage of life, you can say like, look, man, like it's, it's amazing because I know he loves me daily. Um, even despite my, my shortcomings and my failures, um, and he's for me and he's with me and, and he wants you on the team as well. Um, so, so yeah, man, that, that's, that's my biggest, my, my heart and being a public high school teacher, it's kind of frustrating. You know, you want to like just share that with everybody, but you can't really do that. And so it's kind of a, you know, a little bit tricky, you know, getting to love people and hoping for the right opportunities. Um, so, uh, so I, I just appreciate you letting me, uh, getting to, getting to spill some of the beans that the Lord's put in my heart, man. Um, cause man, I just want more people to, to, to truly know Jesus because I think that so many people are, are repelled by the church or repelled by, you know, stupid people. Right. <laughs> I mean, cause at the end of the day, you got to remember that, that the church is what Jesus set up to be his plan um, to bring people to the Lord. And what the church is, is it's imperfect people, you know, loved by a perfect God. And we're trying to bring others in to know more about him, you know? And it's like, you know, and so like, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who just, they don't go to church anymore because there was this one person that was a big butt to them at church. Right. And they're like, well, you're not wearing a tie. Like, oh, you're going to hell or something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. You know? Um, so yeah, so just, I just would encourage you to ask questions to, to get out there to, to read the Bible. I mean, just cause I don't think there's enough of that. I think that there's just people that, I don't know, they think they know the Bible like I did and right. they really don't. Um, so just get in there, ask the right questions. And, uh, yeah, dude, that, that would be my big, big spiel on, on, on that. Yeah, man. Um, give the Bible a chance, dude. That's right. Give it a chance, dude. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, dude. Um, you know, go Chelsea FC, man. You know, you got to go for the best soccer team in the land, even though they're kind of not been fun to watch lately. Got to give a shout out to my blues. That's very, yeah, that's um, very important, man. That's very important. Um, yeah, Joe Bertoff's the man. I miss that guy. He's a handsome devil. I'm, um, yeah, I'm so attractive, man. Very attractive. And yeah, dude, uh, that's about all I can say for that. I can probably talk to you for another five hours, but that's probably all I got as far as, far as, far as other, other, other things to say. Yeah, man.
That, that was, dude, this has been great. I'll probably cut this up and put it out today and send it to you, so. Cool, man. I appreciate that, dude. Yeah, dude. So, all right, just, we're going to pretend to hang up the phone. Uh, okay. All right, it's been real, dude. Bro, it's been real, Joe. Appreciate your time, man, and uh, good, good chat with you. All right, later, man. 